Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you, big book study. My name is Larry Kay, and I'm a recovered compulsive reader. Today is Thursday, April 11, 2019, and today we are reading from the big book, and we are currently on page 19, the third paragraph. It reads, we have concluded to publish, and we're going to just read the one paragraph. Today's readers, we have Kathy C. on the 12 Steps. Uh, Lindsay W. on the 12 Traditions, and the readers of the text are Katie G., Greg F., and Catherine C. The share ID for Wednesday, April 10th, 2019, for the 7 a.m. meeting, it, that is 12,767-12767, and for the 10 a.m. meeting, 12,769 um, if you're, you're keeping scorecard, newcomer greeter Elena A.M. and Jen A. Uh, for the second hour host, hostess with the mostest. OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through, through our own contributions neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose and that is to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who, overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Kathy C. to read the 12 steps. Kathy, good morning. Hi, good morning, everybody. My name is Kathy C. I am a recovered compulsive eater from Montreal, Canada. The 12 steps of OA. Step one, we admit that we are powerless over food, that our lives have become unmanageable. Two, we have come to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. Three, we made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, we admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we are entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, we humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service. I'll pass. Thank you, Kathy. Appreciate that. I will now ask Lindsay W. to read the 12 traditions. Hey, Lindsay, good morning. Good morning. This is Lindsay W., compulsive overeater from Houston, Texas. 
The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thanks for letting me do service. I pass. Thank you, Lindsay. Okay, let me tell you how this mess um, is supposed to work. Our meeting focuses on the uh, directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then we stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature that we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes, so you'll hear me say, like, <clears throat> like that. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing uh, be directly linked to what was read. And of course, we're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute your phone. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. We'd like to have a, a quiet meeting here, so everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. And today we're going to resume our study of the big book. Um, Katie G is going to read from page 19, the third paragraph. Hey, Katie. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Larry. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. This is Katie G, recovered in Boston. <clears throat> um, excuse me. I'm sorry. One moment. Sorry. We have concluded to publish an anonymous volume for uh, an anonymous volume setting forth the problem as we see it. We shall bring to task our combined experience and knowledge. This, this should suggest a useful program for anyone concerned with a drinking problem or for me, my eating problem. So a couple things, what is a program? So a program is a curriculum, which I find fascinating. And the word program, I didn't really understand what the program was. I just thought the program was this like external thing called OA. 
I got a food plan, I worked some tools, and I was good to go, right? But what the book teaches me is that no steps, no program. The program gives me an experience with power, right? So, so the guidelines in this book are not my God, right? The guidelines in the book are to give me a relationship with power. And it says, this anonymous volume is addressing my problem. And what is my problem today? Katie, my pro Katie, your problem is lack of power. It is selfishness, self-centeredness, dishonesty, and fear. Katie, your problem is, is not food. Your solution, your whole life, has been food. However, um, your real problem is that you have this buildup of human emotions and then you're an addict. And so you engage in ways that tear down your entire life. And that is so true for me. And I remember coming into the rooms and thinking, I have relationship problems. I have job problems. I need to solve these. You don't understand. I need to get all of this mishigash solved and then I'll work your steps. And what I was told is to sit down, get abstinent, and do the work, which again, I, I don't think it can be emphasized enough that the work in, an o, in OA is the program of recovery, which is the 12 steps, right? This process of uncovering, discovering, and discarding everything that is not me so that I can have access to power, right? And, and, and I, today, as a recovered woman, you know, I continue to grow in understanding and effectiveness based on my willingness to use this program for my, my food addiction, for my selfishness, my self-centeredness, my dishonesty and fear. Um, and it says it's a useful program. And there are a useful uh, or usefulness is used at least 19 times in the book, which I find very interesting. Useful means put to use, actionable, applicable. So what does that mean? As a recovered woman today, that means that I have a practical way to get from when I retire at night and my 11-step written inventory, prayer, meditation, upon awakening, the book babysits me with a curriculum as a recovered woman to get through my life each day. And when I fall short, I go back. I'm working the steps over and over again. I have never in my life had a way, had a way to live that is so helpful, that is so useful, um, and that addresses my main problem, which is me and my attitudes. And I just want to wrap up with this. Today, when I wake up in the morning, I want to live. I'm not using food as a solution, and I have a way to live that is entirely um, – when I, f I find that the things that I give to God are better than anything I could have planned. This life is better than anything I could have planned. This book, this experience, the results of this program, better than anything I could have planned. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, Katie. Okay, so um, we are reading Katie Red from page 19, the third paragraph on page 19. Um, if you haven't shared in the last day or so and you have a pulse, and you're human, and you're scared. We'd love to hear from you, and then anybody else. Who would like to share? Matt M. Matt. Oh, so nobody's scared. Whatever. Kathy C. Kathy C. Lauren N. Lauren. Who else? Ida. Ida. Janice PM. Janice, you're not scared. 
right, we got we got Matt, Kathy, Lauren, Ida, and Janet. Um, all right, Matt, take us away. Thank you, Larry, for your service. Good morning, everyone. This is Matt Emma Compulsory of New Jersey. This really is a useful program for me. It's given me a program of living that I've never dreamed my wildest dreams of possible. Um, I've been given a new, I've been given um, freedom that I never thought I would ever have again. Um, I've been relieved of weight. I've been relieved of the the burden of the weight of my soul. I, I'm really grateful that I've met so many wonderful people on the line, and I have a great sponsor, the Big Book sponsor. Um, that's taken me through this book page by page, chapter by chapter. And um, it's, it's, I said, it's the life of the wildest dreams, and I'm grateful. Uh, but now I'm starting to give back, you know. Uh, I'm learning to say, you know what, I just got my income tax check, and the first thing that, this, I know this is my higher power, the first thing that came back to me is like, hey, let me, it's time for me to make some more financial amends. I wasn't thinking, okay, let's see how I'm going to spend this. I wasn't thinking that. Like, what can I spend in them? Get in my, what can I get myself? So I set up some more new, brand new amends, and I never would have done this if I wasn't working the steps for my sponsor and working the program. So I'm grateful that my thinking is changing, my my uh, attitude is changing, and my whole way of life is changing. It's a wonderful experience, and it only gets better day in and day out. That doesn't mean I don't have bad days. It just means I'm able to work through the bad days to get through to the next good one. So I'm very grateful to be here, and thank you all for letting me share and that I pass. Thank you. Hey, Matt, thanks so much. Okay, we have Kathy followed by Lauren. Kathy, good morning. Oh, Kathy, press star one so we can hear you. Oh, sorry, I was muted. There um, you are. Thank, <laughs> good morning, Larry, and thank you for your service and everybody for being on the line this morning. And I'm, I'm always listening to these meetings, but I never uh, share. Um, um, so, um, this morning I, I felt, um, you know, I would have, um, I would, cause I felt the urge to share, um, you know, the, this paragraph here, um, we see the word we twice and, um, as it was said before, you know, if this, this book was, was, was written, was published by one author, you know, and then we can disregard it and say, well, what is that's his opinion, you know, what, what does he know or what, you know, I don't agree with him. But when we have a, a bunch, you know, it says here 100 men and women have recovered from this, you know, they have concluded to publish this volume, right, this this book, this textbook, um, a solution for us, uh, for the problem um, that we have over compulsive eating. And we, we realize, well, Actually, I realized, well, I, I thought I came in for a diet plan. I thought I came in just to give me the right food so I can just be okay with it and not be concerned with food, uh, you know, dieting and all that. Um, and then I was told, well, that's not really your problem. Food isn't your problem, right? We, we hear it all the time. Um, and so then what is my problem? Okay, well, you know, you have certain defects, right? You're not aligned with God. Um, you know, you don't have the power. And all this was so overwhelming. It was just so much. I really wish it was just the food. Um, so here it becomes useful, a, a program. It's not just, you know, one step, just abstain from your compulsive, um, you know, binge food. No, um, it actually is 12 steps. It's an action plan. Um, and so it, it to be useful for me, it, it reminds me of uh, 
how when I first came in, I felt useless, the bedevilment that they talk about on page 52. That's exactly where I was. I couldn't, you know, I was having trouble with my personal relationships, couldn't control our emotional nature. We were creating misery and depression, couldn't make a living. We had a feeling of uselessness, full of fear, unhappy, right? There was so much going on. And here I was thinking, if the food is good, I'll be happy. Then my life is going to change. Then everything else will change. Uh, but no, I had to do the work inside out. Really different, really different. And I'm so grateful for this um, program. It is useful, and I put it to use every day. I take the actions ahead of me. Um, thank you. I pass. Have a great day. Thanks, Kathy. What a lovely share. I hope you keep sharing. Hey, Lauren, followed by Ida. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, Larry. It's Lauren N. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're coming through great. Okay. When you said, is anyone out there scared, I thought, oh, my God, I need to talk. <laughs> I am always scared. I used to be a very, very overwhelmed with fear in my life. Today, I still have fears, but I have a God, or I have a program, and I have an action plan that helps me get through those fears. And thank you, I'm showing up every day in my life, sometimes more than others, thank God, but um, I have this program to hold on to, and I know that with the love of my higher power and with the love of all those of you on this line, as well as in my other fellowships, I can get better and I can push through those fears and show up and be alive today in a way that I've never been able to do. I used to think that food and weight were my problem. Now I know food and weight are my solution. It, I used to think that I was protecting myself from people, keeping everybody away from me by being morbidly obese. 5'1 and 287 and a half pounds qualifies as morbidly obese. I thought I was protecting myself, but boy, I was not even close to protecting myself. I was just keeping everybody away with my smelly, stinky body that just had no control over anything. And thank you, God, today I'm in a better place, and I know that my fears are just that, fears, and I can push through. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks, Lauren. Okay, we have Ida, followed by Janice. Good morning, Ida. Uh, good morning, Larry. Good morning, everybody. Ida A., grateful compulsive overeater in northern B.C., and um, wow, is this ever a useful program for me. And uh, I did not know what, what my problem was. Well, I thought it was all you, actually. I, and I thought I knew it was all you, right? And if, if you just did what I needed you to do, 
because that was what was wrong with the world in my grandiose nature. And, um, and then I didn't want to, I didn't want to lean in because I thought I was terminally unique. And um, I am so blessed to have a program that answers all of my problems today. Anything that goes, that anything that leads me to dysregulation today, I can get an answer from all of you or in the big book. There's not anything that goes on in my life that I deem as, as, as troublesome or fearful that I can't get an answer from you or in the big book, and that is outstanding. I've never had that in my life, and I, and I feel as though I have been um, placed and surrounded by love and surrounded by people that I've never had before. And so putting the food down, absolutely important because I had no awareness before that. No longer being a slave to the food, massively important. But in so many ways, I was left with this emotional deformity or immaturity. And um, and like one of our wonderful uh, fellows in Colorado says the importance of the belief in the power of God plus a willingness, honesty, and humility to establish and maintain the new order of things were essential. So true. Trust God, clean house, help others. Do it again and again and again. And my life is changing and I feel so blessed to have this meeting. And I know today that there is a God and it's not me. And when my emotional triggers get triggered, it's okay. When I get dysregulated, it's okay. When I show up poorly, it's okay. Because those people that love me and help me, I just get back on my path. Thank you. Bless you. And uh, have a great day. Thanks, Ida. Okay, Janice PM, you're up. Good morning. <laughs> well, uh, good morning to you. And please time me because um my ego is down a little bit, and therefore I'm uh, not too fearful because fear, fear is just your ego, my ego. I used to say, they used to say to me, oh, I'm so afraid I can't talk. I said, well, that's your ego. Uh, you're, you're, you're thinking of what people are going to say about you. Just a little sideline. But this paragraph, we have concluded. We're talking about these, you know, first 100 recovered alcoholics they could be compulsive overeaters and aren't they unselfish they didn't even have a book and they got recovered because they found a power greater than them to stop uh, drinking and then get the have the obsession removed and they decided see this whole book is divinely inspired because how imagine if they didn't imagine if they didn't publish a book about their experience and knowledge. I don't know where I would be today because this is the plan. <laughs> this is the action plan. This book, this book is the miracle. It's a gift given from a higher power through, through these recovered people that they want to publish this book for my experience for my good, for, for your good, for, so that we could have that same experience as these, as these pioneers. This should, what does it mean? This book should suggest a useful program. What is the program as mentioned? It's the 12 steps. It's an action program. And it's all listed here. If you read uh, page 93, 94, 95, 96, it gives the program 
of action, which is the program. And, um, you know, it's not just for compulsive overeaters. It's not just for alcoholics or drug addicts or, you know, gamblers. It's for everyone. It's used by everyone for all my problems. And how wonderful the one book that stated my problem in four chapters. Imagine. I never knew. I thought, oh, if I only get a right food plan, if I get a good sponsor, they'll do it. That didn't happen with me. It only occurred for me to put the food down when the obsession of the mind was removed through these 12 steps because that was my problem, power. I was powerless in everything. (laughs) You know, there's certain things I could do, you know, not pick up the food, pick up the food. But um, it was a hopeless condition, just like Bill thought he was hopeless. But then they did this program. Of course, it was only six steps at that time. What a miracle. What a gift that we have, every one of us, to have this gift of this book and the program. That's all you need. One person with one book. It's amazing. And with that, I'm going to pass. Thanks, Larry and everyone. That's good timing, Janice. Perfect. Okay, you guys, we're, we're on page 19, the third paragraph. Who would like to uh, share? Laura M. Laura Reva, M. Reva, Reva P. Ms. T.I. Anita B. G. Mary Jane G. Mary Jane Okay, hold on a second, if you would, Suzanne. Was that Julie? No, Amy G. Oh, Amy G. I got you, Amy. I missed somebody here um, that came in early on, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you who I. Nah, Pete. I know your voice. I'll get you on there, but I missed someone. A woman's voice. Here's who I have. So if you don't hear your name and you were coming in there, let me know. Maura, Riva, Liz, Amy, Mary Jane, Suzanne, and I got Pete on the on the end there. Anita B. Anita. Okay. Let's go with that. All right. Mora, Mora, Mora. You're up. Uh. Hey, Mora. Mora, press star one. Larry, this is Laura M. from Missouri. Oh, wait. Hey, Larry. It wasn't Mora. Okay. Thanks, Larry. It wasn't me. Sorry. That's Max, my dog. I'll, I'll, I'll mute. Okay. All right. It was Laura. Hey, Laura. I didn't clean my wax out of my ears this morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Laura M. in Missouri. Gratefully recovering with you all one day at a time. Um, so setting forth the problem as we see it, that's what really caught my attention. And we hear in the doctor's opinion that we, that there is a twofold problem. There is a physical problem and, and the mental twist. And then I'm I'm not a good scholar yet, so I don't know the page reference. But then later on we get that the uh, the bigger part of the problem is the spiritual problem, and that's where I see that you know this hundred people published this novel to tell us that the biggest part is that this there is a spiritual problem. And that's what I really needed to hear. And that's what, um, as we just heard, that's why this program translates beyond alcoholism into any kind of addiction or any kind of a life problem. Because at the core, 
we have a spiritual problem. We have, I, I, had a, I had a spiritual bankruptcy. I had a spiritual hole within myself that I didn't, that I filled with anything. And, and that's where my compulsive behavior came in, was trying to fill that spiritual hole. And I, I filled it with alcohol and I filled it with food and I filled it with anything that would make me feel whole, um, fill that illusion um, with something else. And this program, this work of action is guiding me along the path of digging all that other crap out of that hole so I can be filled with a spiritual solution to my spiritual problem. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that of the wisdom and the guidance that brought this book together, that brought these voices together to present this spiritual program. Um, and, and spiritual, not connected to any religion, but um, simply the idea of that there is something outside of myself that's bigger than myself that can guide me in connection to, to all of you and to everything. And I'm so grateful to be walking along this path, and I'm so grateful to have this meeting to come to every day to listen and to share. And y'all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Akash. Thanks, Laura. Okay, we have Reva followed by Liz. Hey, Reva, good morning. Good morning, Larry. Hi, this is Reva P., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Toronto. Uh, three things struck me. First of all, um, they're describing the problem. And if I don't understand what my problem is, it's really hard for me to then pursue a solution. So I thought the problem, as other people have shared, was the food. And if I just got the food fixed, everything else in my life was okay and I could just go back to my life. Um, but they described the problem as being that lack of power and all the blocks to the power that I need to clear. So that was super helpful to get a whole different perspective and to start seeing the food as a solution that I was using um, to replace that power. But what strikes me the most is they're writing the book based on their experience and knowledge, not head knowledge, knowledge from living in the problem knowledge from living in the misery and knowledge from then experiencing the solution and experiencing recovery. And that's so different than a professional telling me what a solution should be. Um, and also the fact that this is a useful program, which means I have to use it. And when do I use it? You know, other programs, quote, programs that I um, was enrolled in, you went once a week, for X amount of weeks, and then I was supposed to be fixed um, at the end of the program. Um, and I was only practicing it, you know, in small little chunks. But this is useful. This means I can practice this program and it can be used 24-7. I can access that power 24-7. Like where else can I get a program that I can use any time of the day, any day, when I'm in my own city, when I'm not in my city, when I'm traveling, we have access to something like super useful. I'm scared, there's something I can do. I'm angry, there's something I can do. I have problems with my kids, I use the program. You know, I, when I first came in, it was like go to a meeting once a week and I would do these little things, put the books in the drawer and get on with my day, make a mess and then come back <laughs> and realize um, that's not how I need to use the program. 
So the action can be used everywhere, and then we experience and know the solution in all areas of our life. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva. Okay, we have Liz TT, followed by Anita BB and Amy GG. Hey, Liz, good morning. Good morning, Larry. This is Liz TI from Minnesota. Um, I am practicing the uh, compulsive overeater. I'm practicing the opposite of my character defects today. Um, just went through, uh, finished step five, went through six and seven, and I'm in a, into eight. Um, and one of my major character, character defects is fear. Um, and I want to be invisible. So here I am being visible this morning. And what I have to say about the paragraph is um, setting forth the problem as we see it. And like has been shared already, I, um, I'm in the process of unlearning a lot of what I learned in, in program um, because I misunderstood what my problem was. Um, I thought it was the food and that the solution was the tools. Um, but what I am thinking right now is the problem as we see it um, is nicely encapsulated on page 45 um, where it says the main objective this book's main objective is to enable you to find a power greater than yourself, which will solve your problem. What is my problem? <laughs> Lack of power. And uh, that's kind of like a big mind uh, twist for me and heart twist. I um, it's like, really? Um, yes, really. <laughs> and, and also another thing that struck me was um, this combined experience and knowledge I, when dialing into the, the, this line, um, heard people sharing the solution, sharing a, a common problem and a, and a common solution that gave me hope that, you know, maybe I'm not so bad off or maybe I'm not so unique. Maybe, maybe me too can have this uh, recovery. Um, and finally, uh, a useful program for anyone concerned with a fill-in-the-blank problem. Um, and what came to me there is, um, I don't know what page it is, but it says it's a design for living, living that really works, not a design for staying out of the food, which it, it does in, an, in its essence, but I want a design for being alive that really works. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thanks so much, Liz. Okay, Anita B. followed by Amy G. Anita, good morning. Thanks. Good morning. Anita B. from New Jersey, um, who is scared and figured I better share because <laughs> lately it's uh, it's been hard to be patient and wait for God to do what God wants to in his time and not Anita's time. Uh, so I'm really struggling with that, but I'm really trying to keep working this program. Um, and, you know, I believe what's published in the big book. I, you know, I am convinced. They have convinced me. You guys have convinced me. I am convinced that this is the way to live in a healthy, happy life. So um, I just... I just am grateful for everyone who shares and teaches me even more about this book and to be on this line every day for me and everyone else. Um, and so I just wanted to say thank you for um, 
being there for me and teaching me and helping me live this program and learn this program so that I do have a better way to live. Uh, thanks for letting me share. Thanks. Thanks, Anita. Okay, we have Amy G., Mary Jane, Suzanne. Hey, Amy, good morning. Hey, Larry. Good morning. My name is Amy G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Maryland. What an awesome meeting. Wow, I love how you can read the big book over and over and different things stand out at different time, and this has been awesome. And what's standing out for me today is this should suggest a useful program. I don't know about you all, but, you know, I hear quite often in various meetings sometimes, uh, you know, this is a program of suggestions. And in looking at the history that I've been studying recently with Bill and writing this book, this program was never considered a program of suggestions. If I have this problem, let me just speak from my own experience, if I have this problem, the twofold nature of this illness, this spiritual malady where I try to fill the hole in my soul with a knife and a fork, if I have this, if the shoe fits, a program is suggested to me. It is a suggested program. But once the shoe fits and I make that choice, please, God, to surrender to this program, to realize that I am powerless, the rest of the program is not suggested. It's never, it's never to me, clarified in the book that the, these are suggestions. And I spent my first five years in Overeaters Anonymous, you know, thinking, oh, well, these are just suggestions. I can take what I want and leave the rest. That's not at all. These are vital. It's imperative. It's written multiple times in different ways using adjectives that I have to work these steps. It's not just a fellowship. It is a 12-step fellowship. If I don't work the 12 steps, then I don't get the promises. I don't get recovered. I need to work this program like my hair is on fire. So once it's suggested to me, I make a choice. I make a choice. And when the shoe fits, and boy, does it ever for me, then I work these steps. They are not suggestions. They are the program of recovery that will bring me pre peace and freedom from a disease that is killing me. And with that, I'll pass. That's music. Thanks, Amy. Okay, Mary Jane, Suzanne, Peter B. Mary Jane, good morning. Good morning, Larry. Mary Jane Z, recovered in Kentucky. We have concluded to publish an anonymous volume setting forth the problem as we see it. Anonymous. Boy, how many years did I just buy books with celebrity names on it? They were going to fix me. They were going to help me. And they never helped me. I got a, maybe a Band-Aid on it for a while, but then I, I always went back. And this anonymous volume finally was brought to my attention. And their combined experience and knowledge I finally started listening to it, and it's the continued combined experience and knowledge of the people on this line and that has helped me realize that I do have a choice. I never knew I had a choice. And it's, as was aptly said by the person before me, um, suggest a useful program. And that's, I picked and chose for years in this program take what I like, leave the rest. And finally, I'm, somebody said, it's, it's a suggested program, not a program of suggestions. You've got to follow it precisely. And once I was willing to do that, a whole new world opened up. And for that, I am forever grateful. 
I pass. Thanks. Thanks so much, Mary Jane. Okay, we have Suzanne followed by Pete B. Hey, Suzanne, good morning. Hi, this is Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater outside of Philly. And um, I, when everybody was sharing about this paragraph, I was reminded of the time when I was younger and, you know, um, I've had this disease my whole life since I was a little kid. And when I was in my 20s, I remember looking at other people and thinking, how do they know how to live? Like, I cannot figure this out. And um, which kind of sent me on a quest for the perfect self-help book. And I must have had um, every self-help book known to mankind. And I would read them and I would, you know, just look for that design for living that they talk about in the big book. And I could never find it. And um, and I remember um, just like when I was a young mom, just like walking around my house in this kind of fog and just permanent state of overwhelm and um, which of course is all, you know, caused by this disease, the obsession of the food, the obsession of the weight. Um, and and I didn't know it at the time. Um, I just thought I was a failure um, as a human being and um I just couldn't get it. I couldn't get this thing called life. Um, I couldn't get this thing called motherhood. And um, and just so just hearing this paragraph and realizing, oh, my gosh, this is the book. <laughs> this is the book I, I was looking for my whole life. And, um, you know, I just, I don't know, I just never put that together. And, um, you know, this is, for me, this book um, um, gives me the 12 steps, which connects me to my higher power. And, um and then from there, it's like it is a solution to all my problems. It's a solution to my food problem, my weight problem, my life problems. And, um, you know, um, I've been um, on this line since um, May, last May, and um, I worked through this. Uh, it's funny. I've been in, in, in 12-step programs since for 15 years. I've been in OA on and off for about 13 years, and I never went through the big book. I, I never knew. And um, so, you know, thank God, um, I, you know, a visionary sponsor took me through the big book, and um, and now I, I I can solve all my problems. And, 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 and now I have a life with problems. Like before, I was so avoidant. I mean, you were talking about fear, and I was so avoidant of, of life. And, um, and now I have a life. I have a whole huge, big, wonderful life. And, um, and I get scared all the time, but like I have, um, I have the steps and I have, I have God to help me with that fear and I can, and I can face my fears on a daily basis. And, uh, so I just want to say that I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful for this book and, um, these steps and, um, and this program. So thanks for letting me share. Thanks so much, Suzanne. <clears throat> now batting, first baseman, Pete B. Hey, Pete. Good morning. Larry. Hey, man. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're coming through good. 
Pete B, compulsive overeater, recovered today by God's grace and mercy. And uh, thanks for taking the meeting. I hear some really good stuff today. I, you know, I often think that like what I was, con- what I got confused about when I first started darkening the doors of these twelve-step recovery rooms is that you know they call the they 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 call the book the same name as the fellowship. And I thought that the I thought that the term program was synonymous with the fellowship and the and the twelve step recovery program, and they're not. You know, they're 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 not. You know, we're all what we're doing right now. We we say it every single day prior to getting into the meeting is that this is the fellowship of Overeaters Anonymous. It is not the program of Overeaters Anonymous. It's a group where we get we get together and we study the program. And I and I and I misunderstood that when I first came around, thinking that you know what, if I'm a, if I'm a part of the fellowship, that must mean that I'm part of the program. And they are they are two separate things. They are two absolutely separate things. You know, I, I thought you know, for me, I thought you know what, well, if if I just study this enough, if I just if I could tell you what page it's on, what paragraph, I, I will master this thing. I will. I, I the more I know about the program, the better off I'll be. And that's self-knowledge, right? And, and our program says that self-knowledge avails us nothing, that we have no effective mental defense against taking that first drink or that first bite, right? I have to remember that, these, that the, the, the program that's clearly written this, in this book, and in the, in the foreword on page 15 of the, the AA 12 and 12, it says it, I think, the way I like it the best. The 12 steps are a group of principles spiritual in their nature, which if practiced as a way of life can expel the obsession to drink and enable the sufferer to become happily and usefully whole. Like that's what I came here for, right? Like I wanted to become happily and usefully whole. And what a deal, right? What a deal by, by, by working the program, not in here, out there, right? The pro- program applies outside of a vision for you, outside of the face-to-face the meetings. That's where it has to be applied in order for me to be successful. And I'm so grateful for the, for the, 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 the recovered individuals that were here when I got here that explained to me the fatal nature of this condition and explained to me the necessity to abandon everything I think I know and to adopt this way of life. And as a result, I have become happily and usefully whole. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks, Pete. Much appreciated. Okay, we have time for maybe three more shares, possibly. Who would like those uh, spots? Vasa O. Yes. Jenna E. Tina. E. Jenna. Was that Jenna? Did I get that right? Janet E. Oh, Janet. Okay, let's do this. And I apologize. We're going to go with Vasa, Tina, and Janet. Vasa, good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me, Larry? You betcha. Thank you very much for your service, and good morning, everyone. I'm Vasa. Grateful, grateful, recovered, compulsive reader calling from Florida. And I still have my big book from 33 years ago, and it's falling apart, and I cannot throw it away. But I do have other big books, too. So I don't have the heart because that has been with me for all these years. And it, to me, it, the big book was a gift from God. It's a, to, not just to me, to all of us. And it's there for all of us that we want to follow the directions that are laid out in this big book. 
and I was just so, so ready, and I was just so willing to do whatever it takes, you know, because the food was just going to kill me. I knew if if I continued to do that, it was just going to kill me. But number one, well, this is a program. This is a, a fellowship. Whatever we want to call it, I, I've been in it, and I want to stay in it, and I've gotten so many things out of this big book, and I still get stuff. But number one I have found was a higher power greater than greater than myself, to help me. And uh, I never, never thought in my whole lifetime I was ever going to put the food down by myself, by my own willpower. And it's not that I did not try. I tried off, off and on for 25 years of my life, and I could not do it. Finally, finally, you know, the first step, I needed to admit of course I tried I admitted anyways because if I didn't try if I wasn't trying all those things you know I couldn't do it so I needed to admit I was powerless over the food and my life was unmanageable so I did the three steps all at once I can't he can and I I will let him and I was just so ready and willing and I learned this was a spiritual hold that I had in my excuse me in my heart that I tried to fill it in with food, material things, people, places, and things, and none of that worked till I was so ready and willing to do what I was suggested to do. And I took the, the suggestion, believe me. But again, I know my time is coming up, but I, in my like, as if we are in life, if I was on the podium right now, facing with 400 people, 500 people that are on the meeting this morning, to share my experience, I would have been afraid. But everything is possible in my higher power, and God is giving us purpose to even share and help others, even if, we, we, if we're not out there in the world. And I do go to meetings, too, and I, I prefer smaller meetings, but I'm grateful I can be to a big meeting like this today. And thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Vasa. Okay, we got about two and a half minutes each. Tina, how are you? And then Janet. Thanks so much, Larry. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater, Anorexic in Florida. Oh, wow. What a great meeting. You know, and I'm so grateful that I'm, I have the opportunity one day at a time to listen because if I was in the food, I wouldn't even be concerned with you all. And, and I loved it. What, all that was talked about, you know, that this is, this is a program and it's a 12-step program I love that they talked about and I also love that uh, someone brought up that it is a 12-step fellowship also you know and, and it talks about the first hundred you know if I have a problem like they have a problem then maybe I'll want the solution that they have which is published in this book in this anonymous volume and it says this this should suggest a useful program and I love that everybody expanded on the usefulness which is a wonderful thing you know i i do this still one day at a time how am i demonstrating how am i using you know my psychic change my transformation out in the world today and and if i am concerned with the problem that i have then i probably want to do this still with that i'll pass thanks thanks so much tina we saved the best for last janet Hey, good morning, morning, everyone. Janet E. Recovered in Ecuador, and I'm so happy to be able to just say hello, good morning, and express my gratitude. I'm traveling this week in Ecuador, and so that means hotel rooms and restaurants, and my brain can tell me, um, oh, 
you can kind of eat these other things because you're sort of not in your usual routine. And so I need to say that out loud and just say, you know, I'm so glad I know what my problem is. I know what the problem is and I know what the solution is. And this is more than just a useful program for me. It's my flipping lifeline. Are you kidding? Oh my God. It's like between higher power, all of you and what's in the book, that's the lifeline. I get, that's where I go. There's no other, that's the, that's the, the last stop on the train track for me. So I'm so happy to know that I can go there anytime. I don't do it in a vacuum. I can't do it alone. And so happy to just be a part of this worldwide fellowship. And with that, I'll pass. Wow, Janet. Thank you. We got, we, you know what? We got room for another share. You're scared. I know you're there. Or maybe you're full of confidence. Who is that person? Donna G. Donna, I knew you were there, Donna. Good morning. Donna G. Hi, this is Donna G. Hi. From, <laughs> hi, this is Donna G. from Pennsylvania, gratefully uh, recovering compulsive overeater. And, um, yeah, I'm scared too, but I, you know, what kept coming to me from this reading is um, today is um, how easily bored I become with programs. Um, very, very vigorous, very uh, into it at first, whatever the program might be in my life that I'm um, embracing. And then, you know, ugh, I'm just, I'm tired. It's boring. This is, this is, I need something else. Um, for me, uh, part of one of my, a huge fear for me is that that will happen with this program. Um, and then my higher power um, comes right back with, but look what's happened so far. And look, look at how every day I reveal more. Look at how um, miracles, uh, you know, just more and more and more. And you, yes, the program will stay the same, but I will not. And your growth will not. And the things that change in you will not stay the same. And I'm very hopeful about that today. I think it being spring and, and me being in a state where very, uh, a geographical state where um, things change a lot with the season, you know, um, spring is just really pointing that out for me too, that, you know, my higher power makes all things new, that, you know, the program needs to stay the same. I need to apply the program. Um, I need to work the steps as, as, as instructed, but, um, everything will be made new. Um, he will reveal my higher power, who I call God, will reveal new things all the time. Um, you know, and and uh, and I, I just I see it already, and that's that's where my faith um, is for today, and that's how I'm going to overcome fear today. And with that, I pass. Thanks, Donna, and thank you to everyone who has shared this morning. Um, please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share for today, uh, Thursday, April 11th, is 12,773. That's 12773. Um, we will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Craig, Craig F. I'm trying to make my deep voice, Craig, but it's not working. Good morning. <laughs> Craig, press star one, if you would. 
<clears throat> Maybe my deep voice scared you away, Craig. Well, if Craig's not available, who else would like to read the uh, from page 164? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. I will. Larry, I'll I do will. that. Tomorrow is a... Naomi well, B. Okay. Tomorrow, we'll take care. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you, Larry. My honor. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.